bless your servant and ours, Pastor Obadiah, with your truth, and bless us with a better understanding of your will and way. On this, the last great day of your appointed time for 2023, we pray in the name of Yahushua, our Redeemer and King. Amen and amen. amen. Hallelujah. 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 All right. All right, we're going to get um, going with today's lessons. Today's lesson is from Haggai. Yeah, uh, Kirk pretty much read the lesson to you. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I have no clue. <laughs> He's done this to us a couple of times already. Oh, yeah. You know, this is a message that was given unto Haggai. You know, as uh, Kirk said, you know, on the 21st day of the seventh month. And seeing that Yah is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, this message is just as prevalent for us today as it was when it was first given to Haggai. You know, and so I'm going to try to bring it into the 21st century um, for you guys, you know, so that you can get the most out of it. Amen? Amen. All right. Starting with chapter 2, verse 1, we're going to go to verse 9. You know, it says, In the seventh month, in the one and twentieth day of the month, came the word of Yahuwah by the prophet Haggai, saying. Now, first of all, we want to recognize the date, seventh month, 21st day of the month. Today is actually seventh month, 22nd day of the month. So this was a message that was given to him yesterday for, for such a time as this. You know, and you'll see why I say for such a time as this. First of all, Haggai, his name speaks to being um, festive. It actually literally means my feast keeper. You know, and so we're feast keepers, right? Hallelujah. You know, so this is a this is a message from Yah to his feast keepers. All right. Verse 2 goes on to say, speak now to Zerubbabel. You know, now Haggai, was a, he was a prophet of the Most High. You know, and so he received his message and he's being told to speak to Zerubbabel, the son of Sheltiel, the governor of Yahuda, and to Yahushua, the son of Yasadeh, the high priest, and to the residue of the people, saying. Now, before we go any further, I want to break this down a bit because... You know, in doing so, you'll see how much it does speak to us in our day and time. So first of all, it says, speak to Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel means born in Babel. Babel speaks to confusion. And I think it's safe to say we all, everyone here was born in confusion. Amen? You know, especially concerning God's word. Now, a son, where it speaks of the son of Sheltiel, a son speaks to a builder of the family name. And that's what we're all called to be. We're all called to be builders of Yah's, Yah's name. Amen? Amen? You know, so now we have a message to those who are born in confusion, the builders of Yah's name, those who Sheltiel. Sheltiel means ask or asking of Elohim. Another word for asking Elohim something is praying. You know, so now we're talking about some, 
some um, some folks that's born in confusion, that's builders of Yah's name, that's praying to Elohim, you know, and they're of Yahuda, you know, that the governor of Yah, the governor of Yahuda. So they're they're the head head of praiser of Yah or the confessor of Yah. Yahuda can speak to a praiser of Yah or a confessor of Yah, you know, and then we have. Yahushua, the son of Yasadak. You know, now they, they put it in there, Josadak, but it's actually Yasadak. Um, the name means Yah's righteousness, or who makes Yah's righteousness. Um, so, but you know, they don't like to say the name, so they use Yo instead of, or Joe instead of Yah. Alright, and of course, Yahushua means delivered of Yah. So if we put all this together, we have a message to us in the, in the here and now. And it speaks to, in the seventh month, in the one and twentieth day of the month, came Yahushua, who is the word of Yahuwah, amen? You know, by, um, by the feast-keeping prophet saying, speak to those sown in confusion, the sons who pray to Elohim's um, governor from Yahuda. Yahushua, the son of Yah's son of, uh, governor of Yahuda, Yahushua, the son of Yah's son, um, the son of God's righteousness, actually, um, the high priest, and to the residue of the people. You know, so when you look at it like that, it speaks very much to us in the here and now. And so I want you to take this message to heart because it truly is for us. You know, it goes on in verse 3 and it says, Who is left among you that saw the house in her first glory? And how do you see it now? Is it not in your eyes in comparison as probably that's nothing? Now, in our time, this speaks to the time of the apostles and the temple of our king, king of peace, um, who made a house made with our hands. But when it was originally given to Haggai, as we're speaking um, in context here, it was speaking in in conjunction to King Solomon's temple. You know, now King Solomon was a king, of course, hence King Solomon. Solomon means peace, so we're talking about the king of peace. Now, Yahushua, he's he's also a king of peace. Amen? You know, and so he Solomon was just a foreshadow of Yahushua. You know, but Solomon went awry and Yahushua stayed on the straight and narrow. You know, so I want you to, to be able to see this because if you can see that, then you can see that when it speaks of the house in her first glory, it's not speaking of Solomon's temple. It's speaking of the house that Yahshua made with our hand. Speaking about the house that was built up of his disciples. Um, and it's found in Acts 2, um, verses 42 through 47. And it reads, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayer. So, first thing I want to point out concerning this this old this old house, you know, is that they actually had continued in the, the apostles' doctrine. So this is what we have in the brick Kardashah in the New Testament scriptures, you know, and in fellowship. You know, it's important that you not forsake the fellowship of the saints. 
you know, and in the breaking of bread. You know, this is why we have, you know, a fellowship meal, you know, every Shabbat, you know, um, which is uh, called the Oneg in Hebrew, you know, but it's because, you know, in breaking of bread, we get to know one another. You know, we're not just called to, you know, come and meet with a bunch of folks we don't know. You know, you break bread with them, you get to know them, so that way you know what to pray for them for. You know, and of course, and it says, and in prayers, you know. Yes, we are constantly supposed to be praying for one another as for the body as a whole. Yes, verse 43 continues on and says, and fear come, came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. You know, and when we look at what they had established back then and what we have now today, it is as nothing. It really is. You know, people don't fear y'all anymore. You know, and the wonders, signs, and miracles that was done by the apostles are all but gone. You know, and verse 44 continues on and says, And all that believed were together, and had all things common. Definitely not happening today. You know, and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Praising Elohim and having favor with all the people. And Adonai added to the church daily as should be said. You know, now we see they were continuing daily, they were breaking bread, they had a community. You know, they had favor with all people, they were a community. And that's what we have to get back to. You know, um, Haggai, uh, Haggai 2, verse 3. goes on to say, yet now be strong goes to rule. So we're being told to be strong, those of us that song in confusion. Yah is saying be strong. So what are we going to do? We're going to be strong. Amen? Hallelujah. Yet be strong goes to rule, saith Yahuwah. And be strong O Yahushua, son of Yasadek, the high priest. And that's all of us that are in Yahshua. And be strong all ye people of the land, saith Yahuwah. And work, for I am with you. We got to put some work in, y'all. We got to do better. We got to put some work in. Every, each one, reach one, each one, teach one. You know, we have to put some work in. And if we do, y'all says he is with us. He is with us in this day and time. Say, if y'all who is Zavuot. Verse 5, according to the word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Mitzrayim. So my Ruach remaineth among you. Fear ye not. Now, he says, according to the word that he covenanted um, with us when he came out of Israel. Now, the word that, that Yah covenanted with us with Israel after the first exodus was Torah. 
But the word which Yahushua covenanted with Israel after the second exodus was Yahushua's commandments, words, and sayings. And you may be thinking, okay, Pastor, but that's what you're talking about, the second exodus. Well, if you understand scripture, then you'll also understand that Jerusalem is spiritual Mizraim. And if you understand that, then you can see that after Yahshua, um, when Yahshua left, he led Israel out of Mizraim. He led them out of spiritual Egypt, out of, that is, out of Jerusalem. And for many years, that city laid, laid desolate. You know, but now, in accordance to prophecy, it has came back alive. And that's very rare in and of itself. You know, that's the act of Elohim. You know, but point being, he did leave him out of misraining a second time. Even spiritual misraining. You know, and the words of the covenant that he's given us is actually his commandments, words, and sayings. You know, and they're depicted in the form of the covenant as the body of Yahshua. They're called the body of Yahshua even because this is everything that he did when he was in his body, when he was in the flesh. You know, and this is what we're supposed to eat when entering into covenant with him. And to eat means to what? Somebody, anybody? When you eat something in scripture, it speaks to actually doing it. You know, so... If you're going to eat his body, that means you're going to do his commandments, words, and sayings. You know, and I've enumerated a few of them, but we're going to at least read through the rest of them um, before this lesson is over. You know, so we have one, repent. I want to start thinking differently. If we think in opposition to the word of Elohim, then we should think differently. That's true repentance. We should think in alignment with the word of Elohim. We should follow Yahshua. We should not be angry with our brethren without a cause. Neither shall we belittle. We shouldn't bring God any offerings until you've settled your differences with your brethren. If you know you have a problem with your brethren, you know, don't bring your offering. Go settle your difference first. Because y'all know who he You know, Number five speaks about agreeing with your adversary quickly. Don't just argue for the sake of arguing. You know, agree with your adversary quickly, especially if you're wrong. If you're married, do not lust out for another. You know, that's that's adultery in y'all's eyesight. But I ain't do nothing. Yes, you did. You, you did it in your heart. You know, if any part of the body offends you, do away with it. If you see somebody not right, cut them off. You know, I don't care who they are. If you see they not right, cut them off. Do not divorce yourself for fornication. And it's talking about, you know, scriptural fornication. Say a lot. Do not swear at all. Let your communication be yay or nay. You know. You don't got to go into, you know, uh, I swear on a stack of Bibles and, you know, I swear to God and all this, that, and the other. Just let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. Say what you do and do what you say. How hard is that? 
Alright, we're gonna move on uh, for now. You know, we're gonna go to Haggai 2 6. Alright. Okay, Haggai 2 6. For thus saith Yahuwah Zabahoh, yet once it is a little while. And I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. And I will shake all nations. And the desire of all nations shall come. And I will fill this house with glory. You know, so this is a message for Yah's peacekeepers. We're Yah's peacekeepers. So he's speaking to us. Amen. And he's telling us that he will shake all nations. And the, their desire shall come. And he'll fill this house with his glory. You know, so we can look forward to him filling BYA with his glory. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know, he said he's going to shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. You know, this is spoken of in Hebrews 12 as well. Um, Hebrews 12, 22 through 28. And it reads, For ye are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living Elohim, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the angel, to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to Elohim, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Yahushua, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of the sprinkling that speak of better things than of Abel. See that ye refuse not to, not, to, um, not him that speak of for if they escape not who who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall, shall we not escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. Hallelujah. Whose voice uh, when it shook the earth, who burst, who voice then shook the earth, but now have, have promised, saying, Yet more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word we want we want uh, more signified by removing of those things that are shaken as the things that are made. Those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, we receiving a, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us ha have grace whereby we serve Elohim acceptably, agreeably, no, acceptably with reverence and godly fear. You know, and Again, that's something that, you know, a lot of people today are lacking on. They're, they're lacking on that godly fear. They don't feel y'all. You know, I just wish I could let him, uh, let y'all feel his hand upon, you know, upon me when I mess up. You know, you'll fear him too. You know, yeah, a lot of people speak of that fear just being as reverence. No, that fear is fear. It's, it's. As, as I said before, you know, it's, it's just shaking in your boots, knee knocking, you know, terrifying fear. That's what it is. That's what you're supposed to have for your creator. Then if you had that kind of fear, then you wouldn't mess up so much. Say a lot. All right, verses 8 and 9. It says, the silver is mine and the gold is mine, saith Yahuwah Zavuot. That's why I'm not worried about that land. I know he's going to provide. Amen. You know. Uh, verse 9 says, The glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former, saith Yahuwah Zavuot. You know, and in this place will I give peace, saith Yahuwah Zavuot. We, we need some peace after this week. You know, we definitely need some peace up in here. Amen? Amen. You know, 
I tried to warn y'all on the first day. I told you the darkness is beginning to rule over the night. You know, and uh, some of you, you know, you, you, you seen it and you caught it and you defended against it, but some of you fell victim to the darkness. Mm. You know, good things this, these uh, more deem are like rehearsals. You know, so you get another chance next year. You know, so make certain that you gather all your fruit throughout the year. You know, this this is also called the Feast of Ingathering. This is when you're supposed to have gathered all your fruit so that you'll have enough to last through the winter. So you don't got, you because you can't go out and work, so you're supposed to gather in and keep some of the harvest that you gathered over the year, you know, and this is the last ingathering, and hence the feast is called the Feast of Ingathering. You know, you're, so you're supposed to put some stuff up so that you can make it through the winter. So when, when the darkness come up against you, or he use someone to come up against you, you have some fruit in which you can eat. You know, you can, Eat some love and be okay. You can eat some long suffering and be all right. You can eat some temperance and perseverance. You know, you can eat some joy. You know, and, and, and just don't, you know, so that you don't not, not walk around with that frown on your face all the time. You know, we children of like, we don't have nothing to be upset about. We don't have nothing to be sorry about. We don't have nothing to be mad about. Yeah, things gonna happen, but y'all, we don't even gotta take vengeance for ourselves. Y'all do that for us. That's right. So what do we have to be upset about? Hallelujah. You know, uh, let us consider Revelation 21, 23 through 27. It says, And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it. For the glory of Elohim did lighten it, and the Lamb is the like thereof. So can you see that this glory, the glory of this house gonna be much greater than the glory of the latter house. You know, now they had they had some glory back then, but it don't compare to Yah and his son Yahushua, right? Hallelujah. You know, that's what we are to have in our midst. You know, that's what we're to have in our midst. And if we prepare a place for him, he will come and dwell within. You know, verse 24 continues on and says and the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it. And the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it. And the gates of it shall not be shut at all um, by day, for there shall be no night there. See, that's why we call the children of the light. Because in the end, we win. In the end, all darkness and night is going to be done away with. Not going to be nothing left but us, Yahuwah Elohim, Yahushua and his and his uh is is his spirits of light. Amen. Amen. You know the night and the darkness gonna be done away with. Verse twenty six, and they shall bring the glory and honors into it, and there shall be in no wise, and there shall no and there shall in no wise enter into anything that the Father. Neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they that which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Please understand, nothing that the Father will be able to enter in. Well, you may be thinking, well, how do we know what the Father? That's what he's giving us Torah for. You understand? That's what he's giving us Torah for. Torah teaches us what the Father, it helps us to keep clean and holy. You know, it's, it's something I want you to understand. Because, you know, we're called to 
be clean and holy, and we want to remain clean and holy. You know, so this is this is the, the um, a beautiful reason as to why we keep Torah. But I don't want you to become Torah terrorists either. Don't be going around terrorizing people. Torah. You know what I'm saying? You know, because you know, in the brick out of shine, our New Testament scriptures, Torah is called the least commandments. Yahshua's commandments are the greater commandments. Those are the ones that you want to focus on. You know, not to say the leader other ones are done. You do them too. But understand that Torah, it affects your physical. So it, it affects how how you walk and what in your actions and what you do. You know, but Yahshua's commandments affect your mental. It affects your you spiritually. It affects your mind. It changes your mind. Torah will change your natural walk, but Yahshua's commandments, words and sayings, will give you the heart that was in Yahshua. It will change your mind. You know, now when you put the two together, you have an upright man. You have someone that's walking upright and have an upright mind. Amen? You know, then you are complete. You know, and this is what Yahshua meant when he said, Be ye perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. That word perfection doesn't mean without error. It speaks to being complete. You're not going to be complete if you're just doing Torah. And you're not going to be complete if you're just doing Yahshua's commandments, words, and sayings. But you will become complete if you do both. And that's what we seek to do here at BYA. Amen? You know, let us consider Ecclesiastes 1, 9, and 10. It says, the thing that have been is that which shall be. And that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Is there anything whereof it may be said? See, this is new. And I've already been of, of all times. Which is before. You know, I'm saying that to say that if they was able to do it before, we can do it now. They weren't no better than we are. If they can do it, we can do it. Let us consider 2 Chronicles 5, 6 through 9. It says, Also King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel that were ascribed unto him um, before the ark. They, um, and this is the time of the dedication of the temple. You know, just so that you know. Um, which also speaks to this time, which Elder Kurt also spoke on. <laughs> you know, it says, They sacrificed sheep and oxen which could not be told nor numbered for multitude. I'm going to say that again. They sacrificed sheep and oxen which could not be told nor numbered for multitude. Now the reason I repeated that is because it's also repeated in Revelation 7. You know, you read about this group of people in Revelation 7, I think it's like 9 through 15 or 9 to the end of the um of the chapter you know it speaks about this this group that was with, that's without number you know that washed themselves in the blood of the lamb you know that's likened to this group right here we're reading about you know in second chronicles first the natural then the spiritual you know these are those who are going to come out of great tribulation can't go through the tribulation if you don't flew away somewhere. Say <laughs> lie. Nobody flying nowhere. 
You know, if man was meant to fly, they would have been born with wings. Say la. I'm just saying. You know, um, verse 7. And the priest brought in the ark of the covenant of Yahuwah unto, unto his place, and the oracle of the house of um, into the most holy place, even under the wings of the cherubim. For the cherubim spread forth their wings over the place of the ark, and the cherubims covered the ark and the stage thereof above. And they drew out the stage out of the ark, that the ends of the stage were seen from the ark before the oracle, but they were not seen without, and there is, there it is unto this day. Now, this is actually a depiction of what you see in, in Revelation 7, 1 through 8. You know, and it deals with the remnant of Israel and it speaks about the 12,000 from each tribe. These are the ones you, who you later see have the name of um, Yah in, in, uh, and the Son in their forehead. These are the ones that was marked. You know, the 144,000. You know, and they are the ones who bring in the presence of Elohim because they become the temple of Elohim. Amen? You know, so I want you to be able to, to, to see this, you know, because this, even as it happened before, it's going to happen again. It happened in the natural during the time of Solomon, you know, who was the king of peace, but it's going to happen again spiritually in the time of Yahshua, who is also the king of peace. Amen? Amen. You know, if we jump down to verse 12, it says also the Levites, which were the singers of them, of Asa and of Haman and of Yeduthun, and with their sons and their brethren, being arrayed in white linen, having cymbals and psalteries and harps, standing at the east end of the altar, and with them a hundred and twenty priests, standing with trumpets. Hallelujah. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a party, y'all. It's going to be a party. You know, we're going to have a good time in y'all. Alright, uh, let us consider 2 Chronicles um, 5, 13 and 14. It says that it came even to pass as the trumpeters and the singers were as one. Hallelujah. Alright, so here it is, 2 Chronicles 5, 13. I want you to focus on this because you know, this is important. It says, that It came even to pass as the trumpeters and the singers were as one. Were as one. To make one sound. To be heard in praising and thanking up Yahoo. This is where we want to get to, folks. We want to get to where we trumpeting and we singing and we are as one. Making one sound, praising and thanking Yah. Stuff happen when you do that. You know, it's power in that. Don't you know praise is a weapon? Yes. Praise is a weapon. You know, some 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 of you folks, y'all don't understand the highest praise. Y'all don't understand hallelujah. Y'all don't understand it. I promise you, you don't. See, because hallelujah means to make yourself look foolish for y'all, but some of you too shy to even open your, open your mouth. Some of you too shy to raise your voice. 
You know, as if y'all done something to you. Or the person next to you done, done something to you. You know, like they gon' they gonna say something, they gonna do something because because you, you sing a lot. You know, that's what you supposed to do. That's right. You know? Don't you shouldn't care what the next person um think anyway. See that's the problem with y'all people. You know, they give too much of a lamb about what the next person thinks. You better learn how to do like Tupac said and get yours. <laughs> get yours. You know, you better you better get in where you fit in while you can. Get your praise on. Don't worry about the next person. And if you look over and you see somebody and they looking like a fool, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It don't matter if you can't sing. Now, y'all know I've been singing around here for years. And, you know, I know I can't sing. You know, I don't need nobody to tell me. I know I can't sing. I never had a damn lesson. I can't sing, you know, but I can praise you. Hallelujah. I can praise you. I may look like a fool, but I'm crazy. Hallelujah. You know, I may look crazy, but Yah is blessed by that. That's right. That's when right. he looking down upon us, he not going to notice y'all standing still and being real quiet. He's going to say, who is that nut right there? Oh, that's my boy. That's my boy. You know, he, I'm going to be the one he's going to recognize. And I'm the one jumping around, making all kind of noise, looking, looking like a fool. You know, this is a perfect representation of David when he was bringing the presence of Yahuwah into his tabernacle. He danced up out his clothes. When his wife, when he got done, his wife said, you out there making a fool out of yourself. He said, I do more than that. And he took her and put her on the back burner. You know, so, you know. You ought to learn how to keep your mouth shut sometimes. Right. It's not good to say anything coming to your mind. You know, it got her in trouble. You know, but he, he went on praising. You know, and that's what we ought to do. Hallelujah means to make yourself look like a fool for y'all. It's okay. It's okay. Y'all love that kind of stuff. You're not trying to please man. I hope you're not man pleasing. You're not trying to please man. You're not trying to please the person next to you. You shouldn't give a lamb what you look like. Hallelujah. You know, y'all looking down, he pleased, that's all it should matter. That's right. You know, now it says, when they did that, it says, and when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and the cymbals and the instruments of music and praised Yahuwah, saying, for he is good and his mercy endure forever, that then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of Yahuwah, so that the prophets should not stand to minister by reason of the cloud. For the glory of Yahuwah had filled the house of Elohim. Now I'm going to tell you, I had this happen to me. I know you like Pastor Obdaya Church. No, I'm not. I had this happen to me. It was one day, I was sitting there and I was praising them. I was praising them, you know, when the, when the sun was up. And I had just kept on praising them all the way until the sun went down. And when the sun went down, it got dark in the room. You know, but I just kept on praising them anyway. You know, and while I was praising them, a bright light filled the room. That was the glory of Yah. It filled the room and it filled me. And I began to speak with tongues. I wasn't asking them to speak in tongues. I wasn't, didn't have nobody holding my hand saying, Say Jesus, 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 Jesus. No. 
Yah just filled this temple. He filled this tabernacle with his glory because of my praise was pleasing to him. Just as we read in 2 Chronicles 5, 13 and 14. You know, if you haven't been filled, if your house haven't been filled with his glory, maybe this is a way you can get it to get to be filled. Be willing to make a fool out of yourself sometimes. You know, some people can't even, they, they, so, they so dignified, they don't even want to make a fool out of themselves at home when they alone. <laughs> Who you think watching these? Yeah. You know, come on somebody, tell the truth, shame the devil. You know, I'm just here to tell you, you know, you got to bust up out that shell. You got to get out that shell and get in your y'all bubble. You know, because that's all that matters. He's the only one you should be trying to please. That's right. You know, Revelation 21, 10 through 12. And he carried me away in the Ruach to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem. Now that didn't happen to me yet. Take note, I said yet. It didn't happen to me yet, but I haven't counted it out. Because as long as there's breath in my body, it can still happen. It said he carried me away in the Ruach to a great and high mountain. If, he, if it happened to me, I'm going to come tell y'all. You know, says that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from Elohim, having the glory of Elohim, and our light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. That's a diamond for y'all who don't know. And had a wall, great and high, and had 12 gates. And at the 12 gates, the names written thereon, which are the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. Why do you think those 12 gates have the 12 names of the tribes of Israel? Even because you're not getting in unless you come through one of those tribes. You're not getting in unless you Israel. You got all these people claiming Yahshua and then belittling Israel, not knowing that Yahshua is the king of Israel. And if he's your king, then you're an Israelite, whether you know it or not. And if you don't know it, you're going to find out when you go before him, because he's going to tell you, go away, I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. You know, because there's no king that don't have a law. There's no kingdom that don't have law. I don't know what these folks think they're doing today. It's called anarchy in the dictionary. Yeah, that means you don't have any law. You tr you're lawless. And if you lawless, you definitely don't have Yah because he's the author of the law. Right. Hallelujah. 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 You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to save somebody today. You know, I hope I hope you can hear me. I hope that I hope your ears are open. You know, but I'm here to tell you, you know, that there's coming a time, you know, when the gates gonna be closed. All twelve of them. So you better get in while you can fit in. Get in right now. You know, verse twenty-one goes on to say in the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl. The street of the city was pure gold. Oh man, see, my father, he rich. You know, he got streets of gold. <laughs> As it were, transparent. You know, we don't got to worry about a thing. You know, we even read he got all the silver and gold, right? You know, he got so much he paid the streets with it. You know, Verse 22 says, And I saw no temple therein, for the Adonai Elohim Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of You know, don't you know he just said that we the temple of Did you hear that? He said we the temple of When he said the Lamb are the temple of The Lamb is the temple of He said we the temple of Why? Because we the body of the Lamb. 
Are we not? Yes. So he's talking about us then, right? We're going to be the temple. Why are we called the temple? Hallelujah. Somebody paying attention. Glory to the king. You know, somebody get that, get that lady a stop. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Just so y'all don't think I was fibbing, we're going to go on and we're going to finish out this next hundred of Yahshua's commandments. Oh, I sure wish I could get some help um, speaking. <laughs> speaking to some of these. My voice going out, you know. Hallelujah. <laughs> Is the green light on? That's all right. That's why we have two. Matthew five thirty nine and forty. Resist evil. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the left as well. And if it sues you, and if one sues you, take your coat, give him your cloak as well. If someone compels you to go a mile, go too. Do over and beyond what is asked of you. Give to anyone that asks, and neither shall you refuse to loan. Don't ask for it back. Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you. Pray for them which despitefully use and persecute you. Be ye perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Take heed that you do not do your alms before men. Do not pray in churches, nor stand in on the corner of the streets to be seen. When thou prayest, enter in thy closet. When thou hast shut thy door to pray in thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward you openly. When you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they speak, for they think they should be heard from their much speaking. Hallelujah. 19 through 27, pray in the manner Yahshua taught. You know, Heavenly Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, etc. Yeah. Also, Matthew Yahoo 6.16, Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad confidence, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. 21, But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head, and wash thy face. 22, Do not appear unto men to fast. Do it in secrecy. Don't be running around talking about I'm fasting, I'm fasting. You know, verse 23, Lay not up for yourselves treasure upon earth. You know, 24, but lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven. 25, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, for what ye shall eat, what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. You know, 26, seek ye first the kingdom of Elohim and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. 27, take therefore no thought for tomorrow. All right. Um, All right, 28 through 38, my next reader, please. Oh. 
28, judge not that ye, that ye be not judged. 29, do not try to counsel your brethren until you resolve your own issues. 30, give not that which is holy unto the dogs. Neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet, and turn again and rend you. 31, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. 32, beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are raveling wolves. 33, learn what that ye that meaneth, I will have mercy and not sacrifice. 34, pray ye therefore the Adonai of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. 35, be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. 36, beware of men. 37, when men take before you the courts of Yahushua, for Yahushua's sake, take no thought how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given to you in that same hour what ye shall speak. 38, during the time of the feast they persecute you for Yahushua's sake in one city, flee ye into another. Hallelujah. 39 through 50. Fear man, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. 40. What Yahshua tell you in the darkness that ye speak in the light. What ye hear in the ear that preach ye upon the housetops. 41. Fear him which is able to destroy his soul and the body in H-E double hockey sticks. Fear Elohim. 42. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace but a sword. I got to say that one again. Think not that I am come to send peace. Everybody think that Yahshua came to send peace. They think like, oh, this everything not going smooth. I must this, this must not be right. No. You know, they think that, you know, everybody running from me, you know, I must be doing something wrong. No, you're doing everything right. You know, because he ain't come to bring peace. That's right. He said your enemies would be those of your very own household. I better stop. We'll never get through this. Okay, I came not to send peace but a sword. 43, do not love anyone more than Yahshua. That's right. And remember, Yahshua is the word. Don't love anyone more than the word. You know, 44, take up your cross and follow him. 45, lose your life that ye may find it. Hallelujah. 46, receive ye Yahshua's disciples and prophets and help them. 47, go to Yahshua if you labor in a heavy burden and desire rest. 48, take Yahshua's yoke upon yourselves. 49, do not blaspheme. Um, the Holy Spirit. Fifty. Do understand ye therefore the parable of the sower and the seed. Alright, my next reader, verses fifty. Um, I mean num number fifty-one through sixty-one, please. Leave behind the leaders of the line alone. Heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisee and the Sadducees. Beware of the doctrine of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. Be converted and become little children to enter into the kingdom of God. If thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him. Hallelujah. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I got. I got. I, I got to say something on that. You know. It said, verse 54 was be converted and become his little children. You got all these grown folks trying to walk up in the kingdom. You know, they want to go up in the kingdom thinking they know something. Little children don't know a dang thing. But they want to come up into the kingdom thinking they know everything there is to know. 
You know, you got to be dumb when you go into the kingdom. Because little children, they dumb. They don't know very much. They not stupid. They can learn. They just dumb. They ignorant. They have a lack of knowledge. You know, this is the way you have to come into the kingdom. You have to be humble. You know, you have to be humble. You have to be humble. This is why the kingdom is depicted in the land of Canaan. Because the land of Canaan speaks of the land of humility. Canaan means to be depressed. It means to be humble. You know, so stop being grown when you got to come in like a little kid. All right, I'm sorry. I'm not going to interrupt no more. I try not to anyway. All right. No, that was 54, 55 now. If thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. If your brother will not hear you, take with you one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. If he, is, if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as an heathen man and a publican. Forgive your brother 490 times. If one is able to be abstinent for the kingdom of El, then do so. Sell that thou hast had, and give it to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me, in order for you to be perfect. Serve one another. Hallelujah. Alright, Numbers 62 through 72. Do what the scribes and Pharisees say, but not as they do. Be not ye called rabbis. But you got a lot of Christians running around talking about they rabbis. Anyway, um, 64. And call no man your father upon the earth. Hello, Papacy. Um, number 65. Neither be ye called masters. 66. Do not exalt yourself, but do humble yourselves. 67. Take heed that no man deceive you. 68. You know, when ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, see that ye be not troubled. Some of you scared already. You know, 69. Understand the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place. 70. When you see the abomination of desolation and you are in Judea, flee into the mountains. Do not waste any time packing or anything else. Get up out of there. 71. Pray that the abomination of desolation doesn't happen in the winter. Because you're going to be in trouble. Uh, 72. If after you see the abomination of desolation, someone says, Yahshua is here or there, believe him not. Don't you believe him? All right. Let me have the next person read number 73 through 83, please. Learn the parable of the fig tree. Therefore, be ye also ready to for the return of Yahushua. Number 75. After you see the abomination of desolation, watch for the return of Yahushua. For you know neither the day or the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. 76. Go and teach all nations to baptize them in the name of Yahshua. 77. Teach the nations of the commandments of Yeshua, and he'll be with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. 78. Forbid not anyone who does a miracle in the name of Yeshua. 79. Do not offend the little ones in the faith. Brady. Have salt in yourselves and have peace one with another. 
81. Receive the king of Elohim as a child. 82. Have faith in Elohim. 83. When you stand praying, forgive. If ye have aught against any, let that your father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. 84. Beware the Sadducees, which love to go in long clothing and love salutations in the marketplaces. Hallelujah. Right. Um, all right. 85 through 93. Next year, please. Seventy-three. No, eight, eighty-five through ninety-three. It's coming. It's coming. It's just you know, just a little slow. Eighty-five. Beware of the chief seats in the synagogues and the uppermost room at peace. Eighty-six. Take heed, behold, I have foretold you all things concerning the end. Eighty-seven. Take heed, heed, often pray that he enter into temptation concerning the return of Yeshua at the end times. Eighty-eight. Rejoice ye in that day, and weep with joy when they persecute you and separate from you through Yahshua's name. For behold, the reward is great in heaven, for in the like manner did their fathers unto the prophets. 89. Take heed, therefore, how ye hear, for whosoever hath to him shall be given, and whosoever hath not from him shall be taken, even that which ye see in the past. 90. Take heed that the light which is in thee be not darkness. 91. Take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consists not in the abundance of things which he possesses. 92. Let your loins be girded about, and your lights burning. 93. Make yourselves like men that wait for the Adonai, when he will return from the wedding, that when he cometh and not with, they may open unto him immediately. Hallelujah. 94 through 102. When thou goest with thine adversary to the magistrate, as thou art in the way, give diligence that thou mayest be delivered from him. Lest he hail thee to the judge, and the judge deliver thee to the officer, and the officer cast thee into prison. 95. Then said he unto them, But now he that have a purse, let him take it. And likewise is script. And he that have no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. 96. Make not my father's house a house of merchandise. 97. Be born again, born from above, regenerated, renewed. 98. Uh, was that, that was 97. Uh, yeah, 98. Say not the harvest time is coming, for the harvest time is now. 99. Labor for the meat which endureth unto everlasting life. 100. Eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, or ye will have no life in you. 101. Wash one another's feet. 102. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. And then, um, lastly, 103 through 110. My next year, please. Bring us home. You have it? All right. 103. Oh, okay. Abide in, you, in Yeshua, so he'll abide in you. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. For in the mean of verses Matthew 11, 7-14, Who hath ears to hear, let, him, let them hear. For in the meaning of the parable of the sower and the seed, Matthew 13, 3-8, Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. For in the meaning of the parable of the wheat and the tares, 
Matthew 13, 24-30. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Or in the meaning of Mark 7, 15. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Or in the meaning of Luke 14, 28-34. Who hath ears to hear, let them hear. Or in what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Who hath, hear, who hath ears to hear, let them hear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. That, that concludes our Stewart's commandments.